Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets, joined as I often and always am on a Monday by my... Offensive wallpaper of a husband. Offensive wallpaper? Yeah. Where'd that come from? I don't know. I couldn't find anything to declare. And that was just the first thing that rolled off your tongue? Yeah, just like, he's wallpaper that nobody enjoys. Kind of like you listened to music when you were studying in high school and you called it audio wallpaper. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's how. That's all I could think of. I think that you're far beyond offensive wallpaper. Maybe. Maybe I'm just offensive, period. <laughs> Forget the wallpaper part. <laughs> have you ever had to remove wallpaper from a wall? I feel like I have. Or I was given the opportunity and I made a mild attempt and said, screw this, and refused something along, something in that realm. Okay, I've got a quick story for you. Okay. When I was in high school, a senior, in fact, in high school, our show choir was invited to go on a competition cruise. On competition the, cruise? Yes, on the Big Red Boat, which I don't think it's still running, but it was the Warner Brothers version of a Disney cruise. It's like except a giant rowboat on Lake Cimarron, or the Cimarron River, rather? Basically. Not Lake Cimarron. Yes. Okay. Watch out so, for the sandbars. <laughs> It was an actual cruise ship that took us from, uh, I want to say Port Canaveral in Florida, down to the Bahamas and back. I remember portions of this story. Yes. Well, prior to us leaving, we did a bunch of fundraising. Believe me, I'm coming back to wallpaper, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, We had to do a bunch of fundraising. And so one of those was like hire a kid to do chores kind of thing. Mm, Like the old... The old pervy auction thing. Yes, except we didn't even know it was pervy at the time. We were just like, I guess this is what you do. You get that wallpaper off my wall. (laughs) Yep. Except the person that hired us was actually, for this one team of us to go and help Mm. with the chore, was actually our choir director who was going on the trip with us. definitely pervy. No, she just wanted to help us earn some money. Mm. So she... (laughs) 
hired a, a small group of us to come out to her house and remove wallpaper from her walls because they were going to paint in, in one room in their house. She didn't give us hardly any instructions. We were 16 and 17-year-olds, and she was just like, okay, here's some tools, and what you're going to do is get this wallpaper off the walls. Kyle, when I tell you, we probably did so much property damage yeah, to that room. Yeah, gouged up all gouged, the sheetrock. So and- much gouging of the sheetrock. She probably was like, I hate my whole life and every decision I've made until this point when she saw what we had done to that room. When when your labor's free, it's never free. (laughs) Well, it was sort of free. She was paying, you know, for us to... But she had to pay for all the fixing is what I'm saying. (laughs) Free labor is never truly free. I've never, and I mean never, attempted to remove wallpaper from any wall since then. I'm gouged and scarred for life. The there's, from what I gather, some methodology to it. Yeah, you I'm might, sure there's like a proper you might way use to do a it. Steamer. There's some yes. kind of little tool you use to perforate the of paper course. to help the steam permeate. And I don't remember do us stuff. having anything that high tech. Two p words: permeate and perforate. Uh, the alliteration lovers are Thank going goodness, to be thrilled to hear that. No one penetrated it. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was, that was quite the moment in time. And, um, we didn't have YouTube. This was of course the mid nineties. We didn't have any tutorials. We couldn't just like give it a quick Goog and figure out how do you remove wallpaper from a wall? How do you strip wallpaper? No, it was just us left our own devices and then property damage in its wake. So there's that. It's a painful. It's a painful thought, all of it. But I, I get what you're. Did saying. you ever have to do like hire a hire a kid for a fundraising purpose? I don't know. Something just happened. Did you're I messing up the, all of our audio? Unplug the mic. What happened? No, you're it, fine. I didn't do it. It fell on me. It's okay. Just try to hold really still. I can't. I'm all antsies in my pantsies. <laughs> um, no, I never. I never agreed and subjected myself to an auction, but. Mm. I feel like I lived in an auction where every Saturday <laughs> I was awakened early to do free labor around our home. And how did your dad, what was his methodology uh, of choice to wake you up on those Saturday mornings? He had a, he had a riding lawnmower because we had a big yard and he would ride it back and forth <laughs> past my window. <laughs> Just like right up next, like literally inches away from the wall of the house until I woke up and came out. Your dad was hands down one of the best humans I've ever known yeah, my whole life. Yeah. And he loved to mess with people. Yeah. And I can just imagine the look of sheer glee on his face when he was doing that. Undoubtedly. <laughs> it, right now, he's he's looking down or looking up from wherever he is. <laughs> and he's laughing his ass off. He Still loved it. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We have a lot to cover. So let's get into well, it. you say that? We have stuff to cover, and you want to get moving, so what is it? I do like to keep the conversation to going. Yes, and? Yes, and we have a lot to talk about in the watch category. It may or may not be a lot, but we'll see. I'm looking at our notes, and I'm telling you, it's a lot. Maybe I maybe I refuse to offer anything, and you it goes will, super fast. You cannot resist talking about some of this stuff. But bet me. <laughs> this will be the the least Kyle participatory episode ever. There's I doubt it. A lot of syllables. I doubt it very much. Um, we do like to talk about some things of interest that the Austins might like to watch or read or listen to or add to their lifestyle, mm-hmm. or at least hear us lather on about our lifestyle situation. What a couple of douche knuckles. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Feel free to use that, especially in road ragey traffic type incidents. 
Speaking of road rage, you taught me the best, hands down, best mm. gesture. And don't yeah. if you're in a bad situation, if somebody really pisses you off in traffic, of course the traditional choice yeah. is flip them the bird. They're like, already prepared for that. Yeah, it's it means so nothing. It's They've just, gotten the bird so many times yes. they don't even care. It's so overdone. You taught me the far better thing is to do what a really aggressive either one or two. Thumbs down. Yes. Wild arm motions to get it accomplished yes. so that you're sure to catch their eye. It's deflating to get the thumbs down. Yes. It's like, oh. Yeah, I love it. I do it often now. We have an intersection by our house that it's kind of confusing when people are supposed to stop or go or yield or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's one of those that's not a true yeah. square. It's yeah. an offset yes. intersection. And we are usually the ones that get overlooked in the rotation. Mm-hmm. I've used the thumbs down, the aggressive thumbs down at that intersection more than once. And yep. it's delightful. It is. It is. And I like to I like to imagine at least that those people, it's at least like if it happens at 8 in the morning, it's at least like one thirty in the afternoon before they've finally shaken <laughs> – that hate off and they're like maybe i'm not a bad human yeah okay we have some things to talk about i meant to mention this last week and i forgot in my enthusiasm to get through our notes last week so i do want to make mention of the fact that on netflix there's a very interesting little limited docuseries called the history of swearing now as you know as some of the awesomes who know me i make history daily (laughs) you do make history with your combinations of swear words it's true you put you put swear words together that shouldn't go together, and it's so much more potent that way. It is my art. Yeah, it is. It is your art. You should be in a featured in a museum. Probably am, if we're being honest. Yes, have like a permanent installation. Like my hometown. There's probably a little museum there where yeah. I'm featured for my, my curses, my high school curses. High school curses. Because I haven't been back. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm just making sure that our mic's plugged in. I have some audacity. um, The audacity of it all. Well, yeah, the audacity of audacity to mess me up lately. Okay, so it's called The History of Swearing. It's hosted by none other than Nicolas Cage, who is a wild man himself. Can I tell a Nick Cage story? Please do. You have a Nick Cage story? I do. Okay. Um, I won't tell the ones where I used to show up at parties he was at, because Uh that didn't actually happen. Yeah. But no, randomly... The other day, here's one of the things I hate YouTube. I want that to be abundantly clear. I really do. I feel skeptical based on the amount of hours you watch. The YouTube. the big brotherishness. You hate the platform, but you like to watch the entertainment on I, there. I like watching vids. Yeah, which is what we call them in the biz. Is vids, vid <laughs> biz, biz vids, whatever. Um, now I, I hate their so much about them. Yeah, but what I do often. I'm quite, I'm quite tickled by, is on my, my homepage, if you will, the out of nowhere. Why the hell did they recommend that? And out of nowhere came one that was, I feel like it had to have been from no more recent than the early 90s, but even quite possibly the late 80s. It was Nick Cage coming on, and I can't, rem- I can't remember what night show it was. Mm-hmm. He was a guest, as people are, on that. And as he came out onto stage... From the from like off mm-hmm. to the side, he he did a cartwheel. He did a handful of karate moves. Okay, sure. And then he pulled a stack, not a wad. He pulled a stack of cash and was doing like the money maker, like flipping bills out into the crowd For and sure. stuff. Yes, it was like, could you have done even another 
mile, a half snort of Coke before you came on stage, sir. It was incredible. <laughs> Cocaine in action. Yeah. All right. He is a wild person, both on and off screen. And I don't know how Netflix roped him in and settled him down. Probably volunteered and did it for free. He's a lunatic. Probably so. Anyway, this is one of those docuseries like, did you ever watch like... Um, remember VH1 used to have a series that was like, remember the 90s or something like that? Yes, and it's like different yes. comedians or whatever giving their commentary on things. Okay. Well, the history of swearing is kind of set up like that. Nick Cage is the host. He's actually not on screen as much as one would hope he is. But it's a combination of academics who no, are... No uh, pinpoint pupils and right. all that on yeah. the camera. Yes. Academics who have a emphasis in language and language development explaining how different swear words in our culture came to be, and then also comedian types that are reacting to and telling stories about the swear words. It starts with the actual F word, straight out of the gate. They go right into the F word. Perfect. How it came to be as a word, what it meant, how it can be used as every part of speech. Yeah. It's fascinating. I once I once was a long time ago, a career ago, I was friends with a guy in fact, several of my coworkers and I had all crossed paths with this one particular individual who happened to be, at the time, the D coordinator at a major SEC school. Okay. And everyone marveled at the fact that he used the F word. There was rarely a sentence that went by without it used twice. Mm-hmm. Every part of speech, everything. He was, he was a true effing master. <laughs> effing master. If you watch the series, even if you just watch that one episode that's about the F word, it is fascinating. If you're, even if you're not even, especially if you're a language nerd like you and I tend yeah. to be. And if you're an evangelical, I suppose it's a way you could take notes for how to save someone. <laughs> no, no offense to evangelicals. I know that's a goal. I used to be one. <laughs> it's really just like a great, like I watched it one night after you had fallen asleep early, which rarely happens, but you'd fallen asleep early. I was up late. I put this on. It was highly entertaining. So I'm just going to throw that out there. But also on Netflix, number one spot TV series for the past couple of weeks, a real surprise, kind of a sleeper hit. Nobody anticipated this was going to be such a big deal, but The Lincoln Lawyer, which we watched and you you took it all the way to the end because that's what you do. That's what I do. Tell us about your thoughts on The Lincoln Lawyer. Okay. I thought I think it's very well written. Mm-hmm. It's it's certainly a, a procedural yeah. type show where you've got an overarching story, but then a you know an individual plot for each episode that's being sorted through. Yeah. Um, so the context is there is a lawyer who mm-hmm. had been out of practice for a while because he had some drug addiction. Well, issues. there's a whole thing. He had an accident, then he needed oxy to yeah. heal from the accident, then he got you know, yeah had some problems. Um, there's a backstory to it which is the meaning behind the name, and it's not spoiling anything to share this, that before his hiatus, as it were, from the business, that he was known oddly for not really so much having an office, but just riding around in his Lincoln. Yes. And doing most of his mental work and and things from the the car and on the phone and stuff. And so that's kind of... Yes. Where the name comes from. Right. He does work to recreate a little bit of that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, it's well written. Like I said, it's, it's creatively done. It's not too much of a stretch, not too cheesy, but it's cheesy enough that it's still fairly light yeah. to enjoy. I think the only thing that was just mildly 
only mildly disturbing to me. And maybe because it took a few episodes to really figure out what was going on. The lead has a really unique accent. Mm -hmm. It takes a few episodes in to figure out that he is, he is half Latino. Yeah. And that's what his accent's trying to be, but it's not a good representation of that. So it's, it's just a little bit of a weirdness in there, but it's certainly not enough to destroy the show. Just if anybody else is hyper attentive to detail and they, they see that don't let it weird you out. It just is what it is. I think it makes the character more charming and more engaging. I feel like the whole, just, it's more interesting, I guess, okay. on a on an attention level. Okay. Uh, Nev Campbell yeah. plays, I, I'm so sorry, I didn't put anybody's names in the notes, and usually I do try to she at least was, have that in my memory bank to pull from, but Nev Campbell... I feel like she's the only like known yeah, entity in the show. She looks freaking fantastic, she looks amazing, and she's like her least Nev Campbell-y, you know yes, what I mean? definitely not... Of Campbell of Scream. Exactly. She's very grown up, and I think she looks stunning and does a great job. I I didn't watch every single episode because I did snooze through quite a bit. But what I did see looked like really good, entertaining television. It's so interesting to me what Netflix is doing. And we know from headlines, Netflix has kind of stuttered in their, uh, their, uh, what's it called, their their income that's business model yeah revenue streams yeah they they've been a little on the struggle bus a little bit they hit a hiccup yeah but this was kind of a like i said a sleeper hit in that it is a it's definitely like a legal drama with the procedural there's there's a big overarching story but then there's little cases along the way that he's working on i just thought it was highly entertaining what i saw of it and apparently lots of Viewers agree because it knocked um, Ozark, the last season, out of the number one spot. Which is honestly a little concerning for me. Because <laughs> you love Ozark. It's a, it's a great series. Okay. Another series. This is not on Netflix. It's not new. What is it on? What service is this well, on? Well, we watched it on Hulu. Did we? It may be other places, too. Are you talking about this? Oh, no. I'm sorry. I looked okay. ahead one more. Okay. Well, we just started. Yes, this I do know is Hulu. Yeah. Just now started on Hulu, Under the Banner of Heaven. Mm -hmm. I read the John Krakauer book years ago. Um, Before you listened to books? Yeah, which is also reading. Shut up. Dope. I'm making faces. You are making faces. John Krakauer is a a great um, journalist who writes really engaging nonfiction exposés of very fascinating human stories. It's a fantastic last name. Yeah, it is. I feel like he should be an offensive lineman in the NFL with that name. Um, Under the Banner of Heaven, I feel like is like his first like main work that he's really known for in mm-hmm. terms of long long form nonfiction storytelling. It tells the story of a murder, a brutal murder that happened in a Mormon community that was related to fundamentalist Mormonism in Utah. Um, I remember this story being particularly troubling, although this I read it a long time ago. This book came out years ago. I read it a long time ago when I had more of a stomach for these things. I wouldn't have picked it up now. But anyway, Hulu, I think, is the one that produced this. They adapted it for TV. Starts Andrew Garfield, who I had to inform you because you're not up on the... The names Marvel of Cinematic Universe, or the names of people, but Andrew Garfield, probably most known in the modern cinematic era, cinematic era for playing uh, Peter Parker slash Spider Man. What's your name again? Mag, Mar, 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 Meg. Yeah. Okay. 
What? I'm, oh, you didn't remember my name. I don't remember names. That was a bad dad joke. So you feel <laughs> you free need to, to take it back to edit the, that out. Take it back to the old comedy warehouse and workshop that Just went a little get bit. Get back to the profanity. <laughs> Stop trying to keep it clean. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's the context for this. We started it last night. I was like, "Oh, this, this." I know this first part's going to be intense, so I promptly okay. went to sleep. <laughs> well, so for anybody who is especially sensitive to things like this. What I will offer is that this very, yes, very gory in concept mm-hmm. entry in the, in the pilot episode of things, um, at no point do they show directly anything. Mm, mm-hmm. They do a great job of implying. And so you feel the discomfort right. of it without actually having an image that's going to stick in your mind. Okay, that's good. That's good. They, they do a good job of that. Also, another thing I would offer, and I think this is true anytime something is written from the perspective of deep within the context of, be it religion or politics or whatever else, I could see how if there is somebody who is a, a devout Mormon, that there would be – you'd be like, oh, this is – Right. You wouldn't say bullshit because you don't. Because Mormons definitely do not say that. This is caffeine. You'd say something (laughs) else to throw your funk on it. Yes. Um, But from somebody who's not Mormon looking at it, I don't look at this and imagine, oh, well, certainly all Mormons must be quackadoos or something. Right. It's it's looking at a – anybody that's in an organization, even professionally, that is often frowned upon mm-hmm. for stereotypes, you recognize, well, it's it's always this fringe group yes. within that's done something to give everybody else heartburn. Yes. So, exactly. yeah, so you, you can get past all that and don't watch this like it's a documentary on sure, how to be a good yeah. or something. Then yeah. It's, it's pretty... Whew. It's pretty interesting, pretty pretty intense at times. Exactly. So the John, John Krakauer book is an actual reporting, like, again, a journalistic reporting of that story, even though, like a documentary, I think any time that a singular person takes up a story to tell, they are going to have their own point of view on it, right? Sure, yeah. And so there's that, and then... Hulu took his material and then adapted it for TV. So there's going to, it's based on a true story. I think it's telling like the highlights of what happened in the case, but they're filling in a lot of blanks in terms of yeah. characterization Making and for good cinema. Exactly. Exactly. So you just started that you, you watched a couple of episodes. I, I think did. you said, I can't remember if I made it past episode two and part of the way into three, but somewhere in there. Yeah. It's, it's solid. Now the first episode was like a full hour mm-hmm. long. So it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. Okay. As a sort of palate cleanser, uh, you discovered that one of your old re- faves. Rediscovered. Rediscovered yes. one of your old faves, Trailer Park Boys, which yeah. was originally a Canadian production yeah. on the Showcase Network in Canada. It ended its run there, and then Netflix was like, oh, you guys want more of this? Yeah. And then Netflix took it up. And so I yeah, think the Netflix the season or seasons are out now, and that's what you've been enjoying. I'm, I make a connection because this is, as the name would imply, it's about life in a trailer park. Mm-hmm. I believe it or not, in my lifetime, I've lived in a trailer park. You have. And that's yes. not to speak poor of anybody who does. No, but of I, course. I have, and I'm, yeah. I'm familiar with that, with rednecks. And that's what this is. These are Canadian rednecks. To me, the way, it's, the, way the show is styled and designed... If you're not familiar with rednecks, you may not make this connection. But to me, this is a bunch of Canadian rednecks in a version of The Office. Mm. 
That's a great analogy. You have you have just this little bit of of interaction with a camera. Yes. They're the context being there's around. a film crew mm-hmm. filming them for reasons I'm unclear of. And I think after you've watched the office for like the first season, you kind of forget. Yeah, like, you don't care. Oh, anymore. they were like making a documentary about an office. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's, it's solid. It's, it's constantly uncomfortable and just barely acceptably inappropriate and yeah. very light. It's not quite as cringy, inappropriate as, oh, what was the name of that Showtime series about the alcoholic than his family? God bless him. I'm America. drawing a complete blank. We watched the whole thing, and it's like really gritty. Oh, my gosh. I hate myself I'm, I know right what now. you're talking about, and I can't, I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> it wouldn't even matter if you named the names of the actors, because that means nothing to me. I don't know. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna. <laughs> it's so a, bad at myself. I can't remember. There's it. people right now You're buying yelling. slingshots to shoot their phones across the vast expanse. All of that to say, it's like not the cringiest thing. Somebody just kicked the door open to their airline that flew across flyover country to throw their phone down on the ground towards us. Yes. Oh, jeez, help us. Okay. Anyway, um, I can see. Like, I can see the. Um, the promo posters in my mind for this show. Okay. Anyway, um, it's not that cringy. It's not that intense. It's not that gritty because there's a huge humor element to tra- yes. trailer park boys. But I was surprised in watching the Netflix once they picked it up and started running it again. There actually are some poignant kind of like heavier touching moments. Yeah. Not that's not the focus of the show, but I was surprised to see some of the more like gritty, real life, not real life, but like realistic, well, real issues, family yeah. interactions, dynamics, and dynamics. All that. Yes, they they do a beautiful job of that, and I think it's it's especially cool because it's like, hey, even in this absurd niche of society that we would all demand, nobody's that weird, right? That they're experiencing the same things we do, just in their own. In their own weird way. Yes, exactly, exactly. I will. I will offer one of the mains. Yes, Julian. Yeah, I love him. Yes, he uh, he always like. There's never a situation where he doesn't have a glass of rum and coke in his hand. <laughs> yes, to the point of bizarre, where he's like constantly sipping on it. Ne- the cup never empties. Nope. He, you never see him filling it. He's always sipping rum and coke, and I. It's a fascinating little twist on the whole thing all right while you were um expounding on that i looked it up shameless yes thank you starring william h macy and the whole ensemble cast which yes is a very good show but oh my gosh it is so uncomfortable for me at times i hate it it, but it's also a really well done show for the first how many seasons do you have that there nine or ten seasons it's over but i feel like the first five or six were strong and then the last ones were like we're capitalizing on a name people recognize Mm -hmm. it got less good as time went on but still once you were invested it was worth finishing yeah okay speaking of netflix i are we on netflix's payroll omg we should be i feel like we are okay stranger things i can barely contain my excitement about this. I know. How much have I been bringing this up lately? There have been a few times where I had to apply an ether nose and mouth covering Ooh, to calm you down. Yeah, get out the formaldehyde to calm me down. I don't need to kill you and preserve you. I'm not ready quite to do that. 
Stranger Things Season 4 Part 1 drops this coming Friday onto the Netflix. Oh, my heart. I love are Stranger doing, Things. Are they doing a whole drop or like, oh, here's it's three episodes. Drop. It's a half drop. They I split, hate that. I know. They split this last season. Or well, I say last season. I don't know. This season four. They have split into two parts. That's so lazy. Part one drops on Friday. Part two drops just in June. So we're okay. We're good. We can, we can literally, the way that you are passionate about this show, we could watch everything that's available on Friday. Well, we won't. We, we got to, like, let it linger. I don't know. I love Stranger Things. You know how you have your, like, your, like, Hallmark series that you love, Breaking mm-hmm. Bad, The Sopranos, um, uh, Better Call Saul. Like, okay. some of the things that you just, like, really are like, this is great television. I love the characters. I love so much what they've done with this. Yeah. I mean, I could believe that if I thought you were capable of loving as deeply as I do. I'll kill you later, you so don't worry about will. it. And it's fine. And you'll see passion as yes. I murder. Stranger Things is probably... I'll warn you, I'm hard to kill. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the cockroach. I've been trying for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. Yes. I've woken up more than once with bleeding from orifices. <laughs> Earl had to die style. Yeah. I've been trying to, I was trying to slip the poison into your food, uh, but then you took over cooking. And yeah. so then my plot was foiled. It makes it harder. About all you can do now is try to, to squirt Visine into my booze. <laughs> Which is lethal. Don't do that. That's what I should have been doing. Thank you for the heads up yeah, on that. Yeah. Um, no, but seriously, Stranger Things is, it's probably my favorite TV series of all time. Oh, maybe mm, Lost is. Lost, okay, yeah. Lost is probably number one, but then... Well, you, don't, you don't have to rank. You can just say these are tops, okay. and it's okay. You're, you don't have the pressure of deciding which one's better. Okay, thank you for, thank you for giving me the permission to just love it. Yeah. I have been waiting. That's what I do. I'm an enabling son of a bitch. You are. We enable each other. Yeah. That's why our marriage has worked all these years. Probably so. The constant enabling. That and the the freaky things you do. What? That and the fact that we just keep having all these freaking kids. Oh, they never stop. Because are you prepared for the fact that next year, in this coming school We're year. We're going to have another damn kid. No, shut up. No, that's not true. Do not start that rumor. Nobody here is pregnant. But in the next school year, we're going to have a senior and uh, a three-year-old. And a freshman and a three-year-old and a couple of... couple of elementary kids. A couple of same-looking sons of guns. Yeah. Okay, Stranger Things Season 4 Part 1 comes on Friday. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I personally would love to do a rewatch of all of the first three seasons. I know that's not going to happen because you know I will fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But I probably will like go back and hit some of the highlight reels that you can find on the YouTube of where course. people put together like the best moments for, from each season. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. Right I, up until they get yanked for copyright infringement and yes, all that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Finally, one show that you have, you actually had given up hope that there was going to be any closure, any finality, any resolution. Uh, where where's this filmed? Where's where's this from? Who's come whose country makes this show? I mean, it the characters are all in England, right? Yeah. Uh, you want me to actually look and see? I feel like it's necessary. I feel like it may or may not help explain okay. some of the perpetual delays. Do you want to do a little uh, tap? Dancing dance. while I look? I don't know that people can see that. It's exceptionally sexy. I know that. But I don't think it comes across on mic. It is from BBC Studios. And you know like to do this. It's, it's what I thought. It's Peaky Blinders. Yeah. You loved 
the seasons that we were able to access via Netflix. I loved the early seasons most. This is another one that the longer it's gone, not necessarily the worse it's it's gotten, the darker to me yes. it's gotten. Right. Um, which almost makes it more difficult to continue watching. But it's still good. I won't say that I'm looking – I'm not looking forward to this anything nearly as passionately as you were looking forward to Stranger Things. Okay. But I am – I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do to wrap this whole thing up. Okay. Well, that's coming in June, just so you know. Okay. I guess I'll have to wait until... Are you going to go rewatch all the other Stranger seasons? Things has been watched before <laughs> I can watch it. No, I'm not going to rewatch all the seasons. I can't remember a single thing about Peaky Blinders. I don't even... I barely well, remember that it was British. I'll tell you one thing. They carry razors in, in their hat bands. Okay. The, the hats that they wear, because it's the era of hat wearing. Uh-huh. And they... When they go feral, they use those to yes. make a slicing decision with someone. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. All right. So we've got some great TV coming up, and we're enjoying some great TV right now. It's true. And we have a dog that's snoring as though she has emphysema. I don't know. <laughs> no offense to anybody that has emphysema. No, that's a serious thing. But it is a distinct Listen. sound. I had a family member that had it. I know this. Yeah, and I snore every single night, and I don't have emphysema that I know of. But... You have PM emphysema. What's that? What's at nighttime only? <laughs> I will say that the past couple of nights, you've told me that you just let me just snore I it did. out. I did. I've been giving you an hour, hour and a half. Just <laughs> go to work. Get it out of your system. Because we do enter. It's a, it's a ballet. We enter this time where in, it's only that I've noticed truly in your earliest hours of sleep yeah. that you want to do this. And I'll touch you yeah, gently just to try to not wake you up, but jar you enough to stop snoring. And what you start doing is like a weird laying on your side inchworm <laughs> further and further away from me to the point where I have to lunge across to the opposite side of the bed to touch you. And then I'm worried, <laughs> will she fall on the floor? I don't want her to fall on the floor. I'm I like, just want her to stop. In my sleep, I'm like, no, I just want to keep snoring. Yes, that's Please pretty much. Yeah. Let me snore. So you've been letting me go full throttle. Full throttle in your favorite. And I, we've discussed this yeah. before. When you can get your right arm mm-hmm. above your head with your forearm laying across the top of your head, yeah. it opens up all the things and you're just like, I'm going to work. You know what is so sad? Last night, I don't know if you noticed this, I intentionally built a pillow pyramid mm-hmm. to really elevate, yeah. to try to, to, try to um, you know, preemptively stop the snore. And apparently that was all wasted effort well, on my part. You didn't stay elevated. Ah, you, I slide down. Yep, you, you, you're like, <laughs> you got down to the bottom. And you're like, all right. Now I can let loose. Let me get this arm up. Okay. <laughs> now we're doing it. You're just trying to watch about the fundamentalist right. Mormons and uh, I'm snoring right. in your face. It's a tense moment and oh, we've got a chainsaw <laughs> going and it's like, what's, what is happening? Oh, help us. Okay. Um, listening wise, mm-hmm. I'm listening to my usual podcast. Oh, wait. Oh, I forgot reading. Thank you for bringing me back to yes. the notes. I, I used an aggressive finger to point yes. at the, the show notes. Back there. to the notes. Reading. It was not the middle finger or no. the thumbs up or thumbs down. It no. was my index finger. Although it's I've noticed. It's worth more than just a nose pick. Yes. I've noticed that our youngest, Nicholas Augustine, he, by nature, does the middle finger point, and I know he got it from... He got it from my dad. From Papa. Just 
genetics. There is never a, even met Papa. Somewhere in the DNA string, there are people that point with their middle finger. Miko's one of them. No one taught it to him. He just right. does it truly by DNA. And it is hilarious to me. I will yes. never correct it. No. It just reminds beautiful. me of your dad every single time. You can tell when somebody's doing that authentically mm-hmm. versus when they're trying to send a message. And mm-hmm. when it's authentic, it's a beautiful moment. I love it so I, much. I dare anyone to chime in to the Facebook group to discuss this. <laughs> who does it? Who knows someone that does it? It's there. It's just like the the molester uncle. It's, everybody's <laughs> got somebody in the family that's a middle finger pointer. <laughs> It's not like illegal or immoral. Well, it's not like molesting people, that's for sure. I'm not equating it to that. I'm saying everybody has that too. Okay. Okay. Was that offensive? Is that something you'll have to edit out? I don't know. I feel like it's very real life. I'm it not is making real. fun of anybody. I'm no. saying these are the yes. these are the dynamics. Everybody's family has sure. these things going on. And we've got some middle finger pointers, okay? We've had yeah. Now right. interestingly, and it could be a rule. Much like uh, the old Highlander series, there can only be one. No. We didn't have two at a time. No. The pawpaw that used to do it had to pass away before Nico before arrived Nico on the scene. Nico could arise. There can only be one middle, middle finger. finger pointer at a time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Reading. My dear friend and longtime co-host, Rebecca Hoffer, and I just recorded... How's Rebecca doing? She's, she never talks to me. She's fantastic and just as awesome as ever. She and I recorded, and I told you going into this recording, mm-hmm. you know I spent hours you told prepping me, for this. stay the hell out of my office. Yes, which is our bedroom. And I was like, That's get true. all your clothes, get all yeah. of your whatever you need. Get out. This is going to be an epic recording. I prepared you before. It's true. You guys, I even had to do a pre-edit to, to fix some things. I wore two pairs of underwear. I'm glad you did. You were fully prepared. Yeah. Um, pre-edit, this was 90 minutes long. Ooh. I think we're going to break it down into a two-part series okay. because there's so much. Anyway, because there's literally two parts? There's, it could be broken down into two parts. Literally, Rebecca and I talking about romance novels. Mm. Okay, it's a romance starter Steamy. pack. Steamy. Either the whole episode or part one will come out on Friday, okay? Okay. It's so good. It will prepare you. All of your summer reading, we got you covered. Me or all the people? If you want to read a romance novel, I can get you started in one. Well, I do. They're called Westerns. I thought you were going <laughs> to... I thought you were going to work in an OnlyFans commentary. That's, I do read Westerns for my OnlyFans. Oh, thing. you could start an OnlyFans of you... Reading I, westerns, it's already there. And as I read through the western, there's like a there's video. It starts out with me wearing boots and spurs, and over the course of an hour, I slowly take off each spur, each boot, each mid calf sock, and then at the end, it's just my feet. Oh shoot! And then for the top tier patreons, I shave my toes <laughs> on on film. On yeah, camera. On, yeah. As I read, as I read, they're totally. Separate from each other. It's just overlaying the read onto the top of the video. It's, dare I say, it's hot shit. That is so hilarious to me. And I think that you as a a citizen of the YouTube world know that this is a thing. Not that, maybe not the toe shaving thing, but. Oh, yeah, it is. I've I've seen the twins and AJ watch videos where it will be like some random piece of film footage for example yes. okay for example i saw aj 
she was on the family computer. She was watching a video where the video part was somebody playing Minecraft. Okay. Just like playing Minecraft, which yes. God knows there's plenty yes. of on YouTube. But the audio was someone telling this absolutely bonkers okay. banana story. It had to do with poop and an embarrassing story completely unrelated to the Minecraft. I've got a thing. Let's hear it. Okay. So I mentioned probably a, f- a few episodes back these old, like, rusted, terrible-shaped tool restoration videos. Yes, you love them. I saw one of those. It's been in the past week. I saw one of those where that's the video that's going on, but in the meantime, someone was presenting a completely wackadoo political opinion. Really? Just completely unrelated to the video, and so you're you're lured in by the ASMR video of tool restoration, but then you're being... You're, then next being, thing you know, you're joining a freaking yeah, militia. Yeah. Which you're, is what, and like, I'll bring the guns. You guys don't even have guns yet. I will advance this militia in a way you didn't expect. <laughs> YouTube is a wild place, I'll yes. tell you what. Yes, I will is. tell you what. So all of that to say, if you wanted to read a Louis L'Amour novel, oh, one thing about YouTube, though, you can't just read source material. You have to add your own commentary. Yeah, you got to so. do something. We've run across that. Yes. Um, listening wise, listen, if you are a long time listener of the awesome today entertainment hour, you know that the number one listener in our house has been Alexa listening to us and reporting to the secret service. Please note the the freedom, the absolute utter audacity with which Kyle just said, Alexa, Alexa, I can scream it now. He can scream it now because she's dead (laughs) in our house. She is. (laughs) A few days ago, you had your fill. Okay. Well, there's the... Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm a child. <laughs> I know that. But I'm not as big of a child as you would make the story out to be. You tell your version of it. Okay. So I've had an ongoing feud. A feud is a gentle way of saying it. Well, it depends. I don't know that you've ever really been in a feud to Mm -hmm. qualify how strong or mild Mm -hmm. it may be. Mm -hmm. I've had an ongoing feud with Alexa. One, because I know fully well by the random shit that shows up on my phone, on my internet searches, everything else, that she's been listening and reporting to and someone. reporting. Recording and reporting. That, that offends me greatly. Mm-hmm. You like your privacy. I've asked her repeatedly if she works for 
the CIA, and the she, FBI, anything. Acts all innocent. Hmm. I don't know about that. Yes. Or she'll just go, and then. That's the main one yeah. that's concerning. Now, as yeah. an, an Enneagram 5, one of the things that Enneagram 5s deeply value. Privacy. Privacy. Or privacy, if you're from okay, across good. the pond. Thank you. That was very, very cultured I of do you. I my best. Yes. There's fives everywhere. Yes. That's been a constant source of agitation. But about two months ago, estimating, she began to ignore the first time I asked her something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even the second, and would not comply with my requests until the third. Well, listen here. Yes. Whatever you may or may not be doing that I don't like. Your damn job is to do what I say. Yes. And she hadn't been doing it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I will not be ignored. I will not be ignored. I was speaking very clearly. I was enunciating. I was not slurring and drunk most of the time. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Well, it would have been Friday night. Wait, let me just pause. To if you're again, if you're new to to our our crew, our fam, our community, we had one main Alexa in our kitchen. Yes, and we mostly would use it for cooking. When we're cooking. Timers. Yeah. yeah, cooking, cooking timers, timers playing music. music while we're cooking. It was um, something that would we'd be using in the late afternoon, evening for a while. Yeah. Hands are full. You're just like, hey, play music. And you had to learn how to mispronounce artists' names so she'd recognize them. That was Mm -hmm. irritating, too. Mm -hmm. Well, Friday, I'm trying to put together a lot of things in the kitchen. Yeah. Limited time. I'm trying to set a timer. Yes. And I I actually, throughout the course of the meal, there were several different short-term timers that I was running. And every Mm -hmm. one of them had taken two attempts, finally, you know, the second one, having to scream to get her to set the thing. And the the last time, we didn't even know it was going to be the last time, that fateful last time. Uh-huh. The last time, it was all the way, I, the third time I was yelling her name and to set it for a specific time. And she just did the spinny lights on top and didn't do anything. Well, I very calmly, completely under control, I walked over. I unplugged her, I held her at waist height, mm-hmm. and I dropped her to the floor. You did. You did. I won't say that's the first time I've done that, <laughs> but it is the first time that she never awakened again. It's true. The next morning, one of the kids wanted to listen to a song, so I was like, I'll plug her back in. Alexa wasn't coming back on. She's out. And so you had taken Daisy to a music lesson and then for a trip to Costco. Yes. So you were like better than the state fair to go to Costco (laughs) on a Saturday morning, right? And so I texted you while you were gone. Now, listen, here is the international man of mystery moment of this because I simply texted you these three sentences. I texted, You did it. You killed your mortal enemy. Alexa is dead. I texted you that, and you were able to perceive mm-hmm. across the airways, across the spans of time and space, that I didn't find it very amusing yeah, no. that our Alexa was yeah. dead. You I were, thought I was being lighthearted about it. You were low-key pissed off. I was low-key pissed off because we do use Alexa, or we did, a lot. Yeah. And I like music. You like music. We like to have music going while we're doing things around the house and I was annoyed. I knew. And in the moment that you sent it, as much as I was reveling and thrilling in the moment that she was dead, it was tainted by a small amount of shame for being a giant man boy. 
podcast. Like, okay, you jackass. <laughs> so, yeah. I, there was a modicum of guilt, but not for killing her. No. For breaking your heart. Well, it, well I wasn't even heartbroken. I was annoyed because we used that thing, okay? And but now she did. It was, she it was gone. softcore heartbreak. You had been threatening to throw was, her down the basement stairs for years. <laughs> yes. Yes. And what I did was honestly one of the most mild things I've ever done to her. She didn't recover that time. This is like probably the plot line to a... Domestic dispute that went awry. I feel like it's an episode of Black Mirror or something where there's like yes. these these very Perfect like tie. intense yes. interactions with AI and yeah. technology and stuff. Okay, so I thought I was being lighthearted, but I was annoyed. And then you, in, in the midst of Costco, you're you're like grabbing Malona pops and you're grabbing uh, chicken tiki masala and all, all this the stuff. delights of Costco, including a eleven dollar <laughs> pair of shorts that I'm wearing right now, and actually yeah. I feel a little saucy wearing them. <laughs> and you thought to yourself, self, my wife oh, likes the speaker. I said, listen, bud. I can't use the language. I was going to say something a little bit more coarse. You messed up, sir. You messed up. Now it's time to make it right. Be the man you know you are and make it right. Okay. So I did some research with you. Yes. And I'll be honest. I was also trying to shop, and I'm not the grandest of multitaskers. Right. And in fairness, my mind was preoccupied with something entirely else while That's I was true. still trying to shop. So it was, like, it was like not two-tasking, but three-tasking. That's true, because you had had... You were in the midst of and had, I had a lot up to, to this. drink. I was driving. No, 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 no. But I you, business wise, in your in your actual yeah, business, there's, there's been a, there. it was been a very intense, very yeah. thought intensive week. Spoiler alert. No, never mind. Not going to say. I'm not going to tell everybody that my business partner's trying to screw me over. That's an aside. Doesn't matter. What if he listens? What if he listens? Then he's a stalker, and he should hear it. He's a dishonest person. Oh no. What? I might have to take that out. What if that's illegal? I don't care. It's not illegal. <laughs> okay. Um, so you thought to yourself, self. I got I to gotta do right here. Yeah. Man up. Put your, put your boy shorts aside. Put your man pants on and man up and, Since and you do were, right. Yeah, and you were triple tasking. You were like, hey, mm-hmm. hey. I was short with you. No, not short. Like You were just like, you called me. You were like, hey, just like do some research. Tell me what do you yeah. want. I'll buy it for you. There was one point. So when I, if I'm thinking about something and then also trying to shop and then I'm getting text messages, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm about to implode. Mm-hmm. And so you were trying to text, but then you weren't answering texts back because you had stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And so I, that's when I knew I was short. I'd called and I was like, just tell me the GD thing. And I think I even said GD. I don't know. <laughs> Instead of the whole word. Because no, you like to use the initials. I take more pleasure in using the initials. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you said, hey, what do you want? I'll, you want a smart speaker? You pick out what you want. Yeah. We'll get it. So I did some cursory. I'm not like you. I don't do a deep dive. But I did some cursory researching. And I was like, you know what? My whole business is extremely Apple-oriented. Apple-centric. Apple-centric, if you will. They do this by design, especially with people who have businesses in the creative realm. But mm-hmm. even you... And enough money to spend on things <laughs> well, that aren't quite worth what you spend on them. Shut up. I love my Apple products. It's, just, it's a business model. But okay? okay, but even you have Apple products. I do. And you're not in the creative realm in your... Oh, screw you. Okay, well... Your mind is creative, but it's not a traditionally creative industry. Well, it is for anybody that does as well as I do. Well, that's the truth. But I said, you know what? All of our devices, we've made this grand 
um, voyage over to basically giving the keys to our kingdom to Apple. It's true. It's true. That's who the Secret Services need to pay off. Yes. And so Apple originally came out with what they called the HomePod, which was a higher price point. It was like in the $400 price range. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it had all the capabilities. They really want you to yes. do the smart home through Apple HomeKit and it all could, of this stuff. It could wipe and diaper you if you'd had Basically, an incident. Basically, yes. It was pretty impressive. Um, but they discontinued the big HomePod, and now they've got the HomePod Mini. Yes, because they got to compete, right? they got to compete. And so, so I'd already done – I know that this may or may not surprise you. I was already fully aware of the HomePod. I didn't know they discontinued it, but I was fully aware of the – the Apple capabilities mm-hmm. as we began this journey. It was a short journey. It, it was, was a short, short road journey. trip, in the, all in all. So I said, you know what? We're already Apple indoctrinated over here. Can we get the HomePod? Because that means we're going to sync up all of our other things yeah. on our iPod. Take all my our, data. Wait, iPod? No, that's been discontinued too. On our iPhones, it's on our the iPad, iPhone is the iPod. on the Macs, all of the things that we have. Yes. Let's just bring in the freaking HomePod Mini. All the ones that we've thrown away that some person has taken out of the city dump. They still have access to all <laughs> of our family that stuff. Probably. That explains a lot. So we've had the HomePod Mini for about 48 hours. What are your initial thoughts? Well, one, she listens. She does. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Her name um, starts with us. We can't say it right now. Well, you can say Siri. You have to say the word hey before it or she doesn't listen. Yeah, that's true. And I, I don't unappreciate that because that and it's different with this than the phones because in conversation before i've said seriously and the phone was like oh what is there something i can do for you (laughs) yes um the sound Mm -hmm. from this thing is incredible Mm -hmm. for as small of a device far better than what alexa ever hoped to do yeah yeah i'm not at all displeased with this. I'm pretty happy. I even watched a YouTube video this morning, like how to get the most out of your HomePod Mini. You watched a video that was just like a, a static shot of a HomePod while they talked about the next conspiracy theory? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that actually exists on oh, YouTube right no now. Question. So we're enjoying it. What was it, yeah. like $99 yeah, or $100, $100. Yeah. Very, to me, very worth it. It mm-hmm. did... It did sync flawlessly, easily yeah. with your phone. It's doing all the things. I could connect mine, but I'm going to be a holdout. You don't like to be all connected. I like I a super like connection. I you don't d- like everything yeah. to know what I'm doing. I love it. I'm an ENFP. Like I'm just like, it's all out on the table. I may or may not wrap my Jeep in chicken wire to make it a Faraday cage to block phone signals so that I can have some privacy. Okay. I don't know. Can we just like pause on this? What? You do like your privacy. I do. You don't like everyone to know all your stuff and want to like be up in your business, but Kyle, mm-hmm. let's be serious for a minute. Okay. You have a gorgeous Jeep Rubicon that yeah. you nope you chose to mm-hmm. be mojito green, and mm. and then you put a lift kit on it. You put thirty seven tires on it. You thirty seven inch tires. There's not thirty seven tires on the Jeep. <laughs> Sorry, thirty seven inch tires that would be an abomination. <laughs> What the hell? (laughs) That would be a total what the hell moment. 37 inch tires. You even went so far as to put the freaking Jolly Roger flag in the front grill. The Jack Rackham. Nobody, absolutely nobody is going to pass you by on the street and not notice you. And, and, let me just say one more thing. And it is commonplace 
for people to stop and talk to you about your Jeep. And my beard and my mustache. Yes, I recognize this. What I would like to offer, if it's my turn now. You may. What I would like to offer is there is a difference between privacy and invisibility. Okay. All right. Sure. I I don't mind being visible because I have good taste. Okay. I also wear a beautiful watch. There, there are things that I choose for my enjoyment that I know will be seen. In fact, just last week as I dealt with some things at a, another business here in town, somebody there that was helping me noticed my watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't bother me, shame me. What bothers me and shames me, or not shames me, but just straight up bothers me, is when something's listening. Mm, you don't like that? No, it's not your business. If I want to be in a scenario where I want you to listen, I want to have to say your name first, like <laughs> Siri, comma, hey, <laughs> to avoid hey, triggering Hey, her. S-I-R-I. Yeah. Did she hear that? No, she's in there in sleep mode. Okay. She's in spy mode right now. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I like... Privacy when I want it, but it doesn't mean that it bothers me to be seen. Okay. That makes sense. And I can respect that. I get that. It's just, it's, it's interesting to me. And I know you don't really like to go into Enneagram theory, but I am fully convinced that you are an Enneagram five wing four. Okay. Fours like to be known as individuals. They like to sort of stand mm-hmm. out from the crowd in a sense. And I think that your Jeep is the embodiment of your four wing. Sure. Yeah. Um, I had an officer of the law. <laughs> an actual law. An actual. An actual. <laughs> I, he, he didn't stop me. He was, he was. He didn't pull you over. He, no, he was standing in a place where I'd parked and gotten out to walk by. And then he, he stopped me in conversation to sing the praises of the Jeep. And yeah. I, that doesn't bother me She's a all. showstopper, okay? She's, Lola is a showstopper. She's a panty dropper. Oh. I wasn't going to go that far, but well, okay. For men, at least. She's a panty dropper man and a panties. boxer dropper. Well, some men wear panties, from what I'm told. Okay. I've not yet tried them on. I'm not saying I won't. It's not off the table. It's not off the table. I know some of them I've seen look like they'd be wildly inappropriate for me. But, but don't some of them look wildly comfortable? No. You're referring to granny panties, and I would rather go commando. You don't. Just don't knock it till you try it. Listen, I'm wearing no, them right now. They feel know, so good. I know. I can tell. Your whole demeanor's different. It's very, <laughs> it's very grandmotherly. How dare you? And also, wait, I don't what care. was the name of them? A granny panty. Oh, and I said they were grandmotherly, and you're offended yeah, by that. Yeah. How dare you? How, how dare, dare you, you, ma'am? How dare you? How very dare? How dare you? Okay, moving on. I put in our notes that we wanted to make mention of the fact that we are more convinced than ever. That Stella. Mm-hmm. Stella, like, the, the Boston Terrier. Yeah, we have two, two Bosties. One's named Francie. She's fully dog. Litter 100% mates. dogs. Litter mates, yes. Well, well, supposedly. Francie may be, like, worm-brained. But Stella, shh, she's sleeping. She is a human reincarnate. Yeah. Like, they'd, whoever does the reincarnation yeah. algorithm didn't even bother to wipe her memory. Yeah. She's just like, what the hell am I doing in a she's dog's body? a human trapped in a dog's body. Yeah. And she's obsessed with who? She loves me. She's obsessed with you. Her life, her very universe revolves around you. Not in a creepy way. No, in an adoring way. I think it's just because she recognizes that I know that she was a human. Why do you do? Not the same way. Okay. You don't. You don't pet her in a dignified way. We have... <laughs> that's not true, <laughs> first of all. <laughs> You're always, like, 
fiddling around <laughs> on her belly and stuff. It's kind of creepy. We're coming you know, up. No human on- likes that. Who, when you meet a friend in public that you haven't seen in a while, do you tickle each other's bellies? What the hell? Actually, I do. Just well, ask Catherine. You would. You would. And so would Catherine. You're both weird. I love you, Catherine, but you're weird. Uh, okay. You know this. We got a lot to get through. Okay. Um, let's talk about the food in a minute. Okay. Let's tell the story of the new phone case. I shared okay. last week. It's so great to just like fix up the phone you have. You don't have to fall for the emails that you get. They're like, hey, 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 don't you want to trade in and keep paying all this money? Right. Or I just won the lottery in another country and need help getting this money out of here. That's another (laughs) email you shouldn't fall for. Or I was at war, all the things. Both of us have iPhone 11s. Yours is an 11. I have an 11 Pro. Yeah. Nice flex. Nice, nice gentle flex there. (laughs) Uh, yours is yours is an eleven. Mine's a pro. But both of us, it's like we've we've separately been offered to upgrade our phones. But we're both mm-hmm. like, you know what? We like the elevens, but we need to do a little sprucing up around here. I did mine, and then now what's happened with yours? Well, you forcefully made me get a new screen cover. Mm-hmm. I didn't fight it. It was more like stop, no, keep doing it. And I let you make me get a new screen cover. It's not just a regular screen protector. It's a tempered glass. We say that. It's a piece of damn plastic. It's just a screen cover. Don't get all caught up in yourself. What the hell was that? What? Okay. That's part of another story we may or may not talk about later. There was a big sound from the other room. Let's just ignore that and continue recording. You I said, said, I said, Fouquet. No, you said the full <laughs> F word. Wow. I didn't say the full F word. I said, Fouquet, Fouquet, mm-hmm. Fouquet. <laughs> That's inappropriate. <laughs> okay. I have never done that once, not even to be edited out. You have no governor, ma'am. <laughs> when it comes to the, the supernatural slash. Okay, we just got to go here now. Okay. Go we on. have... We have okay. something in our house. It's either it's either like a radioactively influenced mouse or it's a small rat. One of the two. Now, we don't live like filthy humans. No. But not, we live in not an, completely. But we, we live, live in an old house with yes. a lot of openings, and there is, there is an animal look, in our home. Look, we've lived in this house for 10 years. We've had mice problems before, okay? That's whatever we yeah. have our solution we have finally encountered our 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 nemesis he's of, too big to fit in the normal traps that we use i hate him he's a bully i've nicknamed him bully. bully he bullies me because i am terrified i cannot yeah. explain the pathological fear that i have of mice it's okay it's okay we all get to feel how we feel about things I hate him so much, and he will not yeah. leave. He will not go in our traps. When and the he sun will goes down, he's like, oh, it's messing with mag time. <laughs> he plays some like late-night DJ radio oh music, and he's, yes. he's ready to mess with <laughs> it's you. true. I hate him so he's much. such a bastard. Well, last night, I hadn't seen him. I think everybody else Everyone's seen him except you. has seen him except for me. I've not doubted that he was here. I've seen, his, I've seen the lingering remnants of his presence. Last night, for whatever reason, I was having a hard time fall asleep, falling asleep, rather. to Because you were watching all English. that fundamentalist Mormon yeah, stuff. I was watching that because I wasn't sleepy. I was tired. I wasn't sleepy, and there's mm-hmm. a difference. Well, it's about midnight, which is, I think that's the latest I've stayed up in six months. I'm an old bastard now. And 
I hear something at the foot of the bed, and I knew. I knew it was him. Because mm-hmm. our I, dogs don't go upstairs no, at all. Mm-hmm. I leaned up in bed, and I turned the flashlight on on my phone. And my heart, like, is beating, mm. and adrenals are running and all of that. And I see the little bastard. Mm-hmm. And he he makes that sound in his mind, and he runs out into the hall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the audacity. The full-priced audacity to come into my Bold bedroom. Bold are supposed to be afraid. You made it up. A flight of stairs, sir. Yes. And you're in my damn bedroom where there is no food. No. Well, I just about had gotten my composure back. At 1236, the son of a bitch is back. Yes. I get up, and I'm now I'm all over it. I'm, I'm concerned that he's gone in one of the rooms where our kids are sleeping. So I open the door as I do so to go into one of the kids' rooms. And look, phone flashlight on, all that stuff. I hear him tearing ass. Behind me, down the hallway, he runs into my office. He knocks over a water bottle yep. and disappears. And I'm like, okay, it's on. Yeah. If if any store that I would go to were open, I would have gone at that point in time and gotten dynamite <laughs> or accelerant to burn the house down, something. Yeah. The war is on. The war is I on. Have now, and I'm not ashamed to admit this. I did go <laughs> to a store this morning, and I spent $70. And I'm not even kidding. I spent $70 on traps and stuff. We are going to destroy this animal's life. And I apologize to PETA, but screw you. You have this bastard in your house. He. The thing is, the weather's nice now. He could leave our house. He could leave. He didn't have to live in our house nope. and come into the room where my children are sleeping. That's right. It's, it's unacceptable. Uh, Unacceptable. So we think just now, as we were recording, that we heard him do something in the kitchen because he's a real butthole. And he has he has no fear of us. No. No. It's unacceptable. The boldness, the audacity, no. It's he over. has no idea who Alpha is, but he'll know soon enough. <laughs> okay. All of that to say, we got you a new phone case. <laughs> We got a new phone. That was where we were going. We got a new phone case. It's uh, the brand. I, I fell victim to a uh, Facebook ad. Social media campaign, yes. Online. I don't even, yeah. It just happened and there it was. Bullstrap yeah. is the company, which is an interesting name and it makes me think of mm-hmm. reproductive organs. I don't know why. <laughs> Bullstrap. Um, it's an attractive enough thing. It's leather. I like a leather phone case. I've never had one. I've just always imagined I'd like one. Yeah. We it's ordered nice. it. It's good. It took like oh, a whole yeah. week. No, of... no, it took more than a week. Yeah. It was like two weeks to the point where I was emailing the only email address I could find for them to be like, where yeah. is this case? Non-responsive, all that. No response. But then it then a package from them shows up with not yeah. just one. Oh, wait, wait. Oh. Saturday morning. Yeah. I told you, mm-hmm. look, you pursue whatever refund services are available to us and you send these non-responsive buttholes an email that says nope Mm -hmm. don't want it and before you could get around to that saturday morning it did arrive Mm -hmm. and the packing slip said the thing that we ordered but they actually sent two cases yeah so whatever that's worth i've got it now it's nice enough Mm-hmm. It's not worth a two-week wait. It's no. nice enough. It's a decent enough phone case. I have nothing against the company other than their piss-poor customer service. Yes, absolutely. So if you need a leather phone case and you don't mind waiting two weeks and feeling like maybe you got screwed out yes. of, I think it was 90 bucks for something for mm-hmm. a leather phone case, is it worth that? No, it probably cost them two bucks to make. So, yeah, don't just – I'll tell you what. Let's just cut to the chase. Don't order from Bullstrap.
And if they want to sue me, bring it on. <laughs> I literally, I literally wait for someone to sue me on something like this so that I can counter sue and somehow pour hot coffee in my crotch and also sue them for that. Okay. The All McDonald's right. package, right? Yes. And I'll tell you what was not McDonald's level. Uh oh. You picked up a new bottle of gin for me. Yeah. You're off the gin for a bit while you kind of like get your I'm, system. I'm in back the summer. I'm in the summer of rum. Yeah. Um, you picked up uncle Val. We've mentioned uncle Val. Oh yeah, we before. have. He's we, a damn good uncle. We mentioned the restorative gin. Even, even if he wanted to be a little creepy uncle, I'd let him cause he's gin's good. His gin is good. You, we've done the restorative. We've done the botanical. You, restorative. I don't know why you keep seeing a restorative. It's restorative. I'm just a hick from the sticks. I don't know how words Listen, work. You can say envelope, but you can't say restorative. Okay. But you got me the zested gin. Zested. It's my new favorite. It's like code for sexted. Or no, something. citrusy. Sexy. Well, yeah. It's well, it could citrus, be sexy, I guess. Citrus zest. It is sexy, though. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's incredible. What do you I, mean it's it's good? It's delightful. It's, it's my incredible. new favorite gin. What do you think it is? Primarily orange zest? Yeah. It's pretty good. That's not an uncommon yeah. ingredient in gin, but it's it's a heavy influence in this brew. Yes, it's true. Very good. Okay, speaking of things that are very good... You, while you're at Costco trying to figure out what do I buy to replace Alexa and keep my wife happy? The real question is, what do I not buy? This place is full of treasures. (laughs) You love Costco. Someone take my debit card. Save me. Save me from myself. (laughs) Uh, You picked up some lobster tails. Yeah, they had a pack of five. Yep. And so you grabbed those? Yes. And we have a huge family, so that's like, yeah. okay. Not everyone even gets their own lobster. We got tail. half a meal of lobster. <laughs> and you were in the kitchen. Oh, you also picked up some pork belly. Yes. Some big old strips of good old-fashioned oh, pork belly. It's like, it's like six pieces of bacon stacked together and yeah. cut. Oh, it's phenomenal. So you picked up the pork belly and the lobster tails amongst other things. Mm-hmm. And you came home and you were thinking to yourself, self, what shall I do to make something delicious to go alongside and even be dipped with the lobster tail? The lobster tail. And you came up with a little thing on your own. I came up with a thing. So I took two of these crazy thick pieces of pork belly and first i just started i've never i've never yeah i've never owned pork belly no sometimes foray one of my nicknames in high school was pork belly i was a little heavy and that's okay no judgments there Oh, pork belly teeth what are you doing there pork belly people like to poke you in the belly when they say that shit it's it's angering you kind of want to slap them but then you're like is the principal nearby i can't get in trouble Uh um i'd started just cooking them as they were in the skillet but that was it only took about two minutes aside to know this is this is going nowhere fast. Yeah. So I pulled them back out and I, I used a, a good old kitchen knife to semi dice them up and dump it back in. That went far better. Yeah. That allowed that was small enough pieces and enough yes. surface area. The fat started to render. Oh, it rendered had some right down. Crispies in there, all oh, that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. I took all of the bacon parts, mm-hmm. pork belly parts, as it were. I set those aside mm-hmm. and about half the fat. Yeah. Moved aside. Kept half the fat there. To that half that stayed there, I added butter mm-hmm. because is bacon fat enough fat? I don't no, think so. Oh, added maybe. a stick of butter. I added one third, one quarter to one third of a can of coconut milk. Mm-hmm. A bunch of diced fresh 
diced chives. Yeah, I think this is your first time to buy fresh chives. First time I've ever used them. Yeah. I've always read about them. I've had a secret fantasy about them. I've never owned them before. So it was a big moment for me in the kitchen. You put on your OnlyFans. I put on my apron and took off my pants. It was quite a moment. (laughs) Did Did that, did garlic pepper... Just the mildest amount of salt because you had plenty of that from the the pork belly. Um, put all that together, a little bit of white wine, a little bit of lemon juice, yeah, and made a really incredible sauce for dipping the the lobster in. Extremely delicious. Then oh, those bacon parts, yeah, and the other portion of that grease, and the other two thirds of the mm-hmm. can of coconut milk. I dumped all that into the water in which I boiled rice mm-hmm. for the children. Yeah. They were having some Costco chicken tikka masala. Yes. The Indian was, delight yeah, the of tiki masala. freaking loved it. It was good. And the, the rice was a whole other level of things with that. It was that. a whole other level. The combination, the chicken... Chicken? Chiki matiki masala la la la. Chicken tikka masala. It's got a little spice to it. A little, a little, a little, a little, little interesting. Costco's there. version's not quite as well, and again, for it's made sh- for old white people. Yeah, I was going to say, in our children, it's like about the spice level they can tolerate. Yeah, but when you balance it out with the coconut, and then you add the pork belly in, and the, it's all in the rice, and it's all creamy, and you throw that together, every one of our kids, the picky and the non-picky, they ate it all, devoured it, ate it all, one in seconds. so good. But then our lobster dipping sauce was freaking delicious. Yeah. I poured some on my steak that we had yeah. alongside, and, and we had enough left over. We used it again today, and so. it was still so good. So that was delicious, and I highly recommend it for any buttery sauce that you need as you go into your summer cooking. Do you want to <clears throat> yeah, wrap up there? Let's do this. Um, we have an almost three-year-old. Almost. If you, re- if you ask him when his birthday is, he'll be sure to tell you June 17th. He says it with violence. Yes. June 17th! Yes, very aggressive. And that he'll be free! Yeah. And so, as part of that, he's eventually, in, in quick succession, going to move up to the three-year-old classroom at his daycare. Yeah. And guess what they don't allow? Diapers. Pants pissers. Pants pissers. Not allowed. <laughs> I think they can wear pull-ups during their naps, but they got to be able to pee-pee in the pate. Mm-hmm. We've known this. We've been working. He's known this. Aww. He's been peeing he's in the pot. such a manipulator, too. He is. He knows how to do it, but he's been putting it off, putting it off. We've been putting yep. it off. But and this then he's weekend, been holding out on turds like it's, oh, yeah. the, like it's a sacrament or exactly. something. Exactly. But this no weekend, offense to any of the sacraments. <laughs> any of the Catholics yeah. like ourselves. Um, he's been knowing. We've been knowing. It's time. This weekend, we're like, you know what? You've got all these brand new boxer shorts. You've got all these brand new everything. It's time. So we've been keeping him in the undies full time. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it. And he's so proud of himself. Other, other than naps. Naps yeah. and nighttime, we still got to do the pull-ups. But I can't believe our youngest is finally. We, we can eliminate this line item from the family budget every month. Literally. That's like five more bottles of booze a month. <laughs> I'm glad that we are now uh, ranking things at our well, budget as a to A diaper to ha- and a shot cost about the same amount of money. <laughs> <laughs> but we almost have our baby full-time potty trained. I am looking forward to this day. Yeah. The diaper freedom is in sight, my friend. It's taken so long. Probably we're just going to shift over to buying me diapers when we're done with him. <laughs> Adult diapers, here we come. Yeah. 
Bring it on. All of this reminded us as we were going down a trip on memory lane earlier today, talking about the restaurants we love to go to. When we were in college, that's when we met. Yeah. I was a. There's actually been several, several electronic outreaches today to try to remember some of these places. Yeah. We were mere children when we met and started dating, and we went to school together, university. There was one particular Tex-Mex place. Mm-hmm. It's called Los Dos Amigos. I don't think it's the still there. The two friends. The two friends. It can't, it can't still be there. Not under the same name. No. You could go get cheap Tex-Mex. It was so good. Sit-down restaurant. They were known like lightly around town for their delicious Tex-Mex food, mm-hmm. but what were they mainly known for? Well, two things. One is that you, if you were familiar with them at all, you knew what's really important here is the food can be great or it can be terrible, and it depends who's cooking. Mm-hmm. And because it was a relatively small community, you kind of got to know who was who. And some people I knew would even call and ask, who's cooking right now? Yeah, you could call ahead. And if you knew, okay, that's a good one, then you'd go ahead and make an order. If you didn't, you'd just hang up and move yeah, on. This yeah. is before the internet internet and caller IDs and all that. I suppose Star 69 was a thing, but they didn't care all of that. Well... One of the other things they were known for, less famously, but more infamously, more infamously. Yeah. Um, at some point in time, the the staff there began a competition, as it were, where they would, if while at work, it had to be at work. They had a Polaroid camera in the back, mm-hmm. and while at work, if you took a poo, you and you were impressed by it. Yeah. You took a Polaroid of it, and they had a whole wall mm-hmm. dated, and then they would rank and move pictures around to, sh- to. It was like a who could make the biggest turd at work. Yes. Listen, eventually, true of, true of every restaurant, word got around. Eventually, the health department comes in for some reason or another, <laughs> and I know this will come as a big surprise to someone. But guess what? The health department doesn't like. They frown upon. They they're not big fans of pictures of turds on the wall. <laughs> They got in a lot of trouble for that. They nearly went under because of that. It was called Los Dos Amigos, colloquially known amongst the community as Los Dos. Los Dos. Turds. Turds. (laughs) (laughs) The two turds. The two turds. Oh, my Lord. That was a lot. We covered a a lot lot of things. You know, it's been a really fun week this past week. Yeah. And I anticipate... A really good week this next week. Absolutely. It's a good time to be alive. It is good. What should the people do as they contemplate that? And in the meantime... Buy a Polaroid camera. Ooh. Use it responsibly. Use it as you see fit. Okay. And in the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.